everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. 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 <laughs> so, if uh, if any of you are uh, follow any news that is related to Apple, you would know that last week there was an Apple event where they announced uh, new devices, new toys. Yay. So, uh, normally you buy all of my toys. Products, my toys. <laughs> yep, so right. I'm I'm the I'm the Apple purchaser of the family, and I distribute amongst all my uh, minions, <laughs> family members. <laughs> so, and the reason why you're the one that usually buys it because is because I don't know what I'm supposed to buy. Uh huh. You know, because I don't know much about computers and things like that to mm-hmm. know what's the best product for me. Mm-hmm. So the question is, how do you choose a phone, an iPad, or anything? How do you choose a new product? So how do you choose a phone? Uh, step one, if you're if you're going to me to ask this question, I'm immediately going to say, pick an iPhone. Uh, don't don't pick another kind of phone. Uh, and I say this jokingly uh, because I'm sure there are but other phones <laughs> that are good, but I know nothing about them, so uh, I cannot I cannot recommend. Uh, anything other than iPhones, because that's all I know, really. Um, and I, I thankfully know it well, <laughs> uh, because it's quote unquote job related uh, yeah. that I have to keep up with this. So uh, it's totally not because I like Apple products. Um, Just yeah. like new things. Yeah, it's it's toys, like one said. Um, in any case, uh, so how do you pick an iPhone? Uh, I would go ahead and say it really depends on what what you want to use it for Mm -hmm. like if your primary use case is using an iphone for an old person phone like something you put next to your ear like you don't hold it in front of your face like horizontally flat and like talk into the speaker i'm talking about like put it next to your ear and you're talking on it that way old-fashioned style you don't know what texts are you don't know what anything is um i would go ahead and say it doesn't matter which iPhone you get. Like any iPhone would probably be good enough as long as it's new and has a new battery. Uh, then you're pretty much well served. Uh, I say new and new battery as opposed to like buying uh, someone else's like secondhand, uh-huh. uh, and that's because uh, batteries over time they degrade, right? Um, like it's an actual chemical factory that makes electricity for you, uh, and it it like gets worse and worse as time goes by. Uh, and then it doesn't really serve its purpose very well um, after a few years. So if if you are going and getting uh, a phone just for like the bare necessities, I would go ahead and say that um, any of them works as long as it has a new battery. If it's secondhand, like I guess figure out how to put a new battery in it. Uh, but if like all you use a phone is for phone calls, then that might be a push. So. I would say get it directly from Apple. You get a warranty. They take care of it for you. Um, and you can go for the lowest priced model, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not why you would want a phone, right? Like, no. no. <laughs> People like us, they don't do phone calls very much. Uh, that's probably the the least of our priorities in terms of, like, why we would want one model over another, right? Yeah. Um, and especially since all models make phone calls. Uh, so... Uh, for us, I would say the camera is a much bigger, like, uh, want, um, especially since every year the cameras on mobile devices get better and better. Uh, it's still 
a worse camera than the best point-and-shoots from, like, 10 years ago, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, software-wise, the cameras are amazing. Uh, but from the actual, like, hardware that they're built upon, it's a little tiny sensor that can capture barely any light. Um, and when you compare that to a much larger sensor from 10 years ago, it underperforms. So the newest camera you can get is the best camera you can have. Um, and especially if you rely on your phone to take pictures of your, uh, family and stuff, uh, it might not seem like much now. Like you look at your, the pictures on your phone screen and it looks fine. But if you wanted to print those photos, they're not the greatest photos to print because they're not super high resolution and stuff like that. And, uh, as a result, you end up with like a mediocre photo. So, um, I say this because in the future, 10 years from now, when you look back at your photos, the photos taken from 10 years prior are always going to look worse. Um, so as much as you can, it's kind of best to have the best camera you can have at any given moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so from that respect, uh, you almost always want to get the Pro model. So in this case, the iPhone 13 Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be the one with the best cameras. Now that said, the iPhone 13 non-Pro is like $300 cheaper or something. And it does not have uh, one of it does not have one of the cameras that the 13 Pro does have the telephoto, which allows you to zoom, uh, which I would go ahead and say is quite important because it allows you to pull out your phone and take a picture quickly rather than get on your feet and walk over to like zoom with your feet, (laughs) basically get closer to your subject when your subject has long moved on from what it is doing. Uh, See cats. Um, like they, they will go ahead and change their mind as far as how cute they're being on a given moment. So if you can very quietly pull out your phone, switch to zoom and take a picture, you can get a much better picture than if you pull out your phone uh, and then walk over to the cat and the cat's like, you are now my focus of attention, not this thing that I was playing with. Yeah. Uh, And therefore you miss the picture. Um, so, uh, if you want to be able to zoom, which is often important when you have uh, things that are not posing for the camera, then the Pro is the only way to do it. Um, whereas if you don't need to zoom, the cameras on the iPhone 13 are still improved over like previous generation iPhones. So if you had an iPhone 12 or an iPhone 11, like it is an improvement um, regardless. So uh, if you're interested in cameras, you probably want to go with the like the most recent phone right? Uh, Whether that's the 13 or the 13 Pro or the 13 Mini, like they're all the same. Uh, The 13 and 13 Mini are the same. The 13 Pro and the Pro Max have better cameras, but uh, it's up to you if it's worth the extra $300 for those better cameras. So uh, we covered cameras. We covered basic phone calls. Uh, There are other reasons people might want phones, and that's like as a general computing device. Like this is their computer, right? Mm. Um. If, like, cameras are not super important for you, you don't take a huge amount of photos, for instance, or uh, if, uh, like, you don't really make phone calls either and you're more interested in a phone as, like, a backup phone device, like, it can take phone calls, not that you would ever make a phone call, uh, and you're more interested in it as a basic computer, something to search the web, watch videos, uh, and stuff like that, um... It's a lot more complicated to kind of pick one, and it really depends on what your budget is. Uh, If you plan on, like, having one phone and kind of not changing for a few years, uh, again, back to the 
get a new battery advice. Like whatever phone you get, make sure it has a new battery. If it's directly from Apple, it's a new battery. If it's secondhand, like make sure you can replace the battery, um, which should be fairly easy nowadays. You just have to pay a little extra for it. Uh, so like work that into your calculus. Uh, most of the phones now in terms of like the processor that's inside of them, they're more than fast enough. Like I think we discussed this loosely in like a past episode. The processor in an iPhone is faster than that of your computer. I can guarantee, like, most likely guarantee that, uh, depending on which computer you have. If you have a really fast computer, it's maybe faster in some ways and slower in others, uh, but the fact that it's tied with your really fast computer is something quite extraordinary uh, in a way. Um, So for general computing, uh, it really depends on how much money you are comfortable spending. Uh, A lot of people, what they do is they buy an older one, um, and they will go ahead and sell it, uh, and buy like the next year, an older one and kind of keep up that way. So they always get a new device, but they're always like two or three years behind, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a great way of getting somewhat recent hardware for really cheap. Um, like you really don't have to spend too much money for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I but- wonder if that's a better deal overall than... Because if you're constantly buying an older version, mm-hmm. but you're changing every year to another older version that is newer than the previous one that you've owned, why not just... Because like overall, you're still spending so much money, you know? Would mm-hmm. it be better to just buy the most current release model and then use that for a few years? So, you know, yeah, so there, there are a few kind of downsides and pros and stuff like that. I would say if you're on this track, like you're using an older phone and you're doing the extra work to kind of buy the newer, older phone every year, you're probably seeing a difference of a hundred, a 50 to a hundred dollars every year. Meaning like you sell your phone, you get whatever profit you can off of that and you buy a slightly newer old phone which is going to be cheap, you're going to spend an extra like $50 to $100 and you always have a newer phone, quote unquote. But the thing is, even if you buy a secondhand cheaper phone, it's still in the hundreds. It's not like, you know, it's still like upper like six, seven hundred dollars though. It's not like, it's not like it's two, three hundred dollars. If you're two years behind, I would say it's around three, four hundred for a used like in this case, an iPhone 11. A used iPhone 11, I don't see going for more than three to $400. Mm. And if you sell your used iPhone 10s for $200, then you just have to pay an extra 100 a year for like a newer one. I guess. So it just takes work. Like you have to keep up with it. You have to sell at the right time. Like sell before the Apple event, not after. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that. And that's like takes work that some people just don't want to put like do. Um, and there are easier ways, like there's the iPhone upgrade program, I think, and that's for people who always want the sh- newest and shiniest, uh, but don't really care to keep their devices or pass them on to family. Um, and that will basically mean uh, you pay your phone over two years, but after one year, you can choose to upgrade, which means you give your phone back, you don't pay the second half of it, and you get a new phone that uh, you can go ahead and continue, like... Like, paying for monthly. Yeah, you're leasing it. Yeah, you're leasing it for half the price, basically, uh, per year. Yeah. Because it's split over two years, and they basically will go ahead and sell your phone uh, for you and make a prof- more profit than uh, you are willing to put effort into, basically. 
<coughs> so uh, we've covered the general computing case. Like, as I said, the chip inside the phone does not matter. Uh, they're all faster than like modern computers as long as you're within the the recent generations, like A13, A14, A15, which is going to be the iPhone 11, 12, and 13, respectively. Um, they all have the same processors. Um, so there's there's that. Uh, in terms of like size, like that's a common question that people have, like, hey, what size iPhone should I get? It really depends on how much photos you have. Like that would be the biggest uh, eater of um, of like space. Um, I would go ahead and say, um, and if you have a significant amount of photos, like in the tens of thousands, uh, then you probably want to get one of the larger iPhones, like 128 gigabytes or more. Um, now, thankfully the iPhone 13 comes minimum 128 gigabytes. So that kind of makes it easy. Like you don't really need to upgrade unless you know that you're going to be shooting video constantly and you need to have the space like actually there on your phone to record that video that you're taking that's more than 10 minutes long, um, that you're not going to just like offload immediately or something. So I would say 128 gigabytes is more than enough for most people, unless you have a stupid amount of photos or you take videos constantly, um, then you might want a little more. Um, but you can usually make that decision after a year or two. Um, and generally by then they'll up the space. Um, and this is made less, um, uh, pertinent by if you have iCloud, um, and iCloud is a monthly, uh, thing that you can pay for, and it's basically space outside of your phone, um, and you can buy two terabytes for $10 a month or something like that, um, and if you do have that, then the phone will offload all your photos onto iCloud and only keep, like, thumbnails of them on your phone, so if you go and browse your photos, it will just uh, it'll show you them, and then if you try to like zoom in, you'll it'll take a little moment for it to download, but then you'll have the downloaded version. So uh, that's also a good uh, plan to have if you have less space, but also a stupid amount of photos. Um, but for the older models, you might want to consider upgrading, especially if it's 32 gigabytes. Uh, you might want to make sure you get a minimum of 64 gigabytes, I would say is reasonable for most people um, in terms of like phone usage. 32. Is that still available? Like for the iPhone 11, I think it might be. Oh. Yeah. And especially if you buy a phone secondhand. So uh, get 64 minimum. I would say that's a, a reasonable amount for most people that they're not going to suffer through like, hey, you ran out of space, which always sucks. Um, and if you do think that you are going to run out of space, do make sure to get iCloud because then you can go ahead and use the iCloud photo library to make sure all your photos are backed up and then they don't need to sit on your phone which is super convenient um yeah and the i the icloud stuff you can actually share with others so if you're in part of a family unit uh you can go ahead and make sure to share the space that you bought with other people that are part of your quote-unquote family unit uh in icloud so um it usually doesn't break the bank too much and it's uh, affordable for most people i would say um, and then I would say the last class of people, uh, are those that want to play games on their phone, like the fancy 3D ones. Um, and at which point the processor kind of does matter uh, now a little more, uh, mostly from an energy, uh, perspective. So, uh, although you might be able to play the fancy 3D game, 
uh, on an older phone, it's going to eat up more energy. It's going to take up more resources, whereas on the newer phones, it's going to be more efficient. Um, so if you are buying a phone to play uh, mobile games, um, especially mobile games with fancy 3D graphics, I would go ahead and say opt for the iPhone 13 over the iPhone 12 and 11. Um, that would go ahead and make sure that your phone can keep up not only today, but also in a year or two, especially if you keep your phones for a few years. Um, and that's a space where the processor kind of does matter because those games really push it to the limit. Similarly, if you want to make sure you have enough space for those games, they tend to be like over a few gigabytes in size. Um, so you want to make sure that there's plenty of space on the phone, um, and this applies equally for like iPads. If you want to play those games on your iPad, want to make sure you get the iPad with the fastest chip. A15 is the one that just came out this year. Um, A14 will probably do fine as well. Um, M1, which is basically an A14, and the iPad Pros will also probably do fine. Just make sure you have enough space um, and weigh the pros and cons there, I would say. So, yeah, uh, it really depends on which phone is the quote-unquote best phone uh, to get, depending on your needs. Uh, Did I miss any circumstances? Mm, No. Or scenarios, I should say, not circumstances. So, yeah, uh, if you're into iPhones uh, as toys or if you're into iPhones as, like, a tool that you just kind of need to have. uh, I mean, who who nowadays... besides developers need it for something that other than it's not a toy well like it's (laughs) it might be your only computer at which point it's not particularly a toy you know it's your way to access email it's your way to get documents on the internet to pay your bills like that would not be considered a toy yeah playing games that's a toy listening to music toy watching youtube videos toy but for all toy, those other use cases, it's not really a toy. It's a necessary thing that you need to have. You know? I guess I'm defining the word toy by, like, do you need it or do you want it? If you don't mm-hmm. need it, then it's, then, you know. Yeah. Um, as compared to, like, the cheapest phone that your carrier will, like, give you for free for, like, paying the monthly Do they still amount, do that? They still do do that. And they, they still add to your monthly amount just to get the quote-unquote free phone. Um, I would opt for an iPhone because it generally will make your life a little easier. Um, You're not getting the bare minimum. You're getting something a little bit better. And as a result, you're treating yourself. uh, But it's also going to give you a better experience like using those devices. It's going to be easier. It's not going to frustrate you um, through the process of doing whatever you need to do. So uh, that's why I generally stick to Apple products because they generally stay in that camp of it mostly just works and it's not going to be a headache uh, to kind of do anything with. Um, For instance, I've heard from a friend that like making payments uh, like at stores with like the contactless payment stuff um, on Android has changed like three or four times and that was enough for them to never want to do that. Whereas us, like we always pay with our phones or our watches because it's so convenient. Um, And it's been rock solid since the beginning. Um, So it's a little bit extra that you're paying, but you're paying for something that is going to be maintained for a few years. Um, You're always going to make sure to get security updates and it's going to continue working. Uh, And for the most part, like 
with everyone saying like, oh, Apple is making my device slower so that way I can buy a newer device, yada, yada. Like we can talk about that in a future episode. Uh, they generally don't do that. They're actually like making sure that you can access the latest things even though your device is super old. Um, so in general, I would say Apple is a pretty good... Um, uh, pretty good steward of their platform, uh, and from a consumer's point of view, like you and like all of us, uh, it makes for a device that mostly works. And yes, it will have its uh, seams break a little if you push it to its limits, but like everything else does as well nowadays. So you can't you can't unfairly compare it in that regard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, as of this recording. Uh, new iPhone should ship, like you can pre-order them now. They should ship on Friday. Uh, if you wanted to get a new iPad mini, uh, those ship on Friday too. Um, and, well, they might not ship on Friday anymore. It might be next week or the week after, depending on how many people have bought them already. Uh, chip shortages and all. Uh, but yeah, new, new iPhone time of year. Uh, and public service announcement, uh, never buy a new iPhone in, like, august or early september apple always has an event at the beginning of september for new iphones yeah uh and even if you wanted the 12 like you didn't want the new brand new one the 12 is a hundred dollars cheaper now um just because the the new one became available uh so use that to your advantage when selling your old phone uh and buying a new phone like you can you can usually come out ahead uh in that regard yeah so buy in September. Buy in September. Or wait until September before, like, considering. Because that's when they get announced. Yeah. Yep. So thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Be sure to follow us at Lin and Dimichan on Twitter. That's L-I-N-H-A-N-D-D-I-M-I-T-R-I-C-H-A-N. And you'll get notifications when we have new episodes. Yeah. Hey, Sesame. Bye.